get ready to learn business strategies and insights from America's top entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders here at the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration Podcast. You are listening to M. Curtis McCoy, best-selling author, CEO of Best Cellular, and your host for Success, Motivation, and Inspiration. Today, I'm excited to be speaking with Alexandria Agresta and sharing some of her insight with our listeners. Alexandria believes in creating a world where people fully align what they do to make money with what they do to experience fulfillment in their lives. This belief instilled an immersed drive in her to empower you to turn your dreams into a reality. She is known by those who love her as the empathetic butt kicker. She'll give you a hug and then a butt whooping when you need it the most. When you meet her, you'll know why this fits her so well. Her company is Purpose Pioneers, where she's on a mission to inspire leaders and entrepreneurs to put their purpose first so they can live a meaningful life and do meaningful work. It's called the Purpose First Movement. Welcome, Alexandra. What is up? I'm so excited to have this meaningful conversation with you today. You too. Um, now, do you prefer Alexandria or Alex? I've seen it both ways on, on your social media. I'm going to let you choose. Some people are like, can I call you Alexandria? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so whatever one you want to use, I'm, I'm going to let people choose now. <laughs> but I go Could by both. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's get started here. I've got a bunch of great questions for you. First off, what is your personal definition of success? Oh, man. So the way I see success is all about purpose alignment. So I think it's so easy for us to get caught up in what other people define as success, having a certain amount of money, having a certain amount of things. And the way that I see success is it all comes from the the inner game, what's going on internally. So to me, it's doing what I love. So what brings me joy and doing it with other people who believe in what I believe in. So that's the community aspect of success. And the work that I'm doing is making the world and what's in it better. So it's like three layers to success. It's me, it's the community I'm in, and then that greater purpose of the work that I'm doing. I love that. Yeah. For anybody that's listening just to the audio-only version, they can't see can't see on the screen here, but you just always look so happy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I like to shine my light everywhere and... Even on my, my crappy days, there's still some light to be shined. So <laughs> That's awesome. Can you share what steps you take daily to improve? Yeah, I actually just did a piece of content on this. So I think what I, what I put for <coughs> my improvement is all about diving into the unknown, my unknown, and always doing that inner work. So I am obsessed with self-awareness. I'm obsessed with understanding my emotions, my thoughts, my feelings, because again, I think my inner world creates my outer world and creates my reality. So for me, what I do every day to improve is a lot of, it's like I go to the mental gym a lot. (laughs) I got to get on the, the actual gym gym train, but I'm going to the mental gym a lot. I'm asking a lot of questions. When things come up, I don't push it off to the side. I used to be someone that did that. I sit with it. I understand it. And that literally helps me move forward physically, mentally, emotionally, and and move forward in my business. So for me, it's all about asking questions. It's about really raising those levels of self-awareness. It's sitting with feelings that come up, especially as an entrepreneur, like things are going to come up every single second of every day. And 
pushing them to the side for me, just, it doesn't help me move forward and, and become productive and have a really good day. And then for me, in terms of environment, sometimes I get a little crazy just staying in the same spot. So what helps me improve is changing my physical environment. And then always, it's like a sense of renewedness because I'm in somewhere new. So. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Answers. Um, what advice would you give someone who's making an important decision? I love decisions. So first piece of advice is you have to make the decision for you. Because if you make it for anybody else, then it it's not for you. So you're most likely not going to be happy with it. And it's not going to give you a sense of fulfillment. So that's the first thing. And I know it might seem so simple. It's like, what do you mean? Duh. But it, people overlook it. <laughs> They're not making decisions for them. So that's the first thing. Really get clear on, am I making this decision for me wholeheartedly? Or am I making it at the influence of someone else or at the demand of someone else. And then the second thing is, and this is something I'm pretty sure this is why my clients hire me <laughs> when they tell me they want to do something I'm like, well, then why don't you do it? <laughs> <It's pretty simple. laughs> if you want to do something, you have to do it. Right. And then, and then all the fears come up. Well, Alex, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Well, that's just the fear and the ego. That's all the sole purpose of the fear and the ego is to keep us comfortable. So if we're aware of that, again, back to really high levels of self-awareness, if we're aware of that, then we can make decisions from our higher self, which is this feels right. I want to do this. Great. Turn your brain off. Go do it. What's up, Mel Robbins, five second rule, count to five and then just do it. I yeah. love, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah. I've read a few of her books or listened to them on audiobook. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I love that advice of making the decision for you. I, I, I mentor clients and I've got a, uh, you know, I do a, uh, do a coaching program as well. Yeah. And I often get asked by entrepreneurs, you know, what type of, uh, you know, making some massive investment or whether they should quit their job and move full time into a, um, you know, whatever business they're pursuing. And I always preface it with what I would do in my situation, but you know, we've got different experience. We've got different backgrounds, different. Acknowledge, so I can't tell you what to do here because this is not, this is what I would make as, as a decision for me, not for you. So exactly. I love your, uh, love your advice there. Exactly. Yeah. I resonate with that, especially being in a coaching or consulting role. Like I know for me, I want, I always want to give them my clients the best advice, but I do preface it with exactly what you said. Like, this is what I would do, but we're not the same. You're you and I'm me and take what, take what I'm sharing with you, take what feels true for you and then do exactly what it is that you want to do. So I love, I love that. That's awesome. Um, can you tell me about a specific moment that set you on, on the path to where you are now? Yeah. So I would say the, one of the most pivotal moments in my early life was when my dad got custody of me. So I went to live with my dad when I was just turning seven and it was just a very, very important move in my life because it was just a really great neighborhood to live in. I was with my dad who I'm, he's the entrepreneur. He's the, the growth minded, the do what you want, live with, live the life that you want. So I'm very much like him in that way. So it was very pivotal because he really raised me to become the person that I am and the principles and the values that I have. I really attribute to being guided by him. Like, yes, he was my dad, but he was also my mentor growing up guiding me, sharing the things that he was experiencing, the real raw truth behind 
being an entrepreneur. So I got to see it and I got to live it and now I'm being it. So I would say that, yeah, I was at a crossroads of, of which way is my life going to go and him, him taking me on at like 25, crazy, taking on a little four-year-old, I think greatest sacrifice he's ever made. And it's been incredible. That's awesome. I, I've got a real similar story with my mom and yeah. not as far as her getting custody, but just the, uh, following her mentorship and advice and, and uh, she, she actually still runs. She's the CMO for my best cellular company, the cell phone stores. Oh, cool. Uh, we've got a nationwide operator. Yeah. She's just a uh, genius marketer and business runner, you know, business, business minded person. And yeah, it's been, uh, I, I'm really glad that she's my mom because there is no way that I can afford the, what she would cost if she was just an employee. Exactly. I, I say that same thing with my dad. The advice that he gave me growing up because I was this kid, I'm like, man, that's worth like millions now. <laughs> that's awesome. If you could recommend one book for our audience, what would that be? Follow M. Curtis McCoy on Amazon, Kindle, Audible, or connect with him on your favorite social media platform to be the first to know about his next book release. Book that I recommend. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give some preface here. It's called The Shack. I highly recommend it. Now I have it. Oh, you do? Cool. Yeah. So for those of you listening, I don't know if you're religious. I don't know if you're spiritual. I see those two as similar, but a little bit different. So what's cool about this book and what I love is, I think it is a beautiful balance of a religious view and a spiritual view. So wherever you fall, like for me, I'm. I'm on a spectrum. Like I, I like to entertain a lot of ideals and beliefs and then see what's true for me. So this book, it just, the way it was articulated, the way the story was shared, I think it, it can entertain a lot of different beliefs and values because really at the core, it's intention. It's talking about unconditional love, forgiveness. So I just really loved that it presented me with a, a really holistic view. And then in terms of like forgiveness and unconditional love, it is just the book. It's just the book. It's amazing. At the end, I was like, this is true. I was like, this book is true. I love it. I'm going to read it a million times. <laughs> so, I highly awesome. recommend <laughs> It's called The Shack. I've got a, uh, our, C, our CFO actually bought the the Shack book for a bunch of our employees. We're going to do a group, you know, do uh, book nights. We'll meet up and after everybody's read the book, we get together and have a pizza and Yep. Have a, uh, just kind of an after hours deal with, with the staff. So we're going to try that, <clears throat> go through that, the shack book with best cellular employees. So what character traits do you value the most in others? Well, that's a good question. I, or not even in others, but just what do you value the most, whether it's yourself or others? Or... Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, I think we choose to hang out with people because we see ourselves in them. So I would say this question goes for myself and for others because there has to be alignment. So one, curiosity. I, have to be around people that are curious because I'm always the one asking an infinite amount of questions. <laughs> so it's, it's really awesome to be around people who have just this zest for digging and dissecting and, and just reimagining things. I, I think curiosity can just lead to this beautiful field of just possibility. So curiosity, growth, I say unbounded growth. So having this obsession with becoming better than I was or someone they were the day before. How can I learn? How can I grow? So that is huge. Pioneering. 
So someone who likes to go first, I'm someone who likes to go first. Like I don't need a product or something to be out for years. I'm like, Oh, you're creating it right now in your dorm room. Sign me up. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And that's again, that's just one of my values. I love going first because there's so much to learn in going first. And I think being someone who goes first sparks many revolutions. People, people join in and that's how it becomes a movement. And then I would say the last one, I mean, there's so many, but last one, adventurous and being spontaneous. Like I'm just someone who will randomly like in a week's time, I'll be like, I want to go to this city and I'll just book a flight and I'll just go. <laughs> so I love that spot spontaneity, just wanting to explore new cultures, new places. Even if, and even if someone doesn't have, say they're like, I can't travel anywhere for a couple months. Like I'm really focused on this or I just don't have the funds. We can even be like an adventurer in our own city, right? Like that's the coolest part of, of being a novice of life. Like we can look at where we live in a different lens. So even being adventurous, just where you're at right now. Okay. I like that. So being a novice of life, we're all, we're all kind of in that position. Just some of us don't realize that. Huh? Yeah. Well, it's easy to get comfortable. I think I know for me, like where I live, it's easy for me to get in my routine and there's so much beauty and there's so much stuff to still uncover, even in a city that I've lived in for two years. So that's awesome. Yeah. I'll ask you a tough question now. How do you push through tough times? So I think this answer is similar to what I do for self-improvement. So pushing through tough times, I have to, whatever's being presented to me, I have to sit with it. And again, I used to be someone that if something was presented to me, I would handle it, but I would just, I would just take action and figure out the solution of what I had to do instead of sitting with how I was actually feeling in the moment, right? I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. I don't care if you think you're emotional or not, like whatever you claim that you are at the core, if you're a human being, we have emotions. <laughs> so we have emotions. And I think it's our greatest opportunity to understand them in all, in all situations. doesn't mean we have to be overly emotional and, you know, be talking about it all the time, but internally it's so important that we have to understand what the heck is going on if we're going to actually move forward. So when, when tough things are presented to me, I'm now practicing. Let me pause. Let me, let me assess the situation from an internal perspective. How am I feeling? What's coming up? You know, why am I reacting or responding this way? And then from there, I think the biggest thing for me is I, I think through, I think through my feelings because I, I, I love words. So I, I think, and I speak through my feelings. So I go to my go-to person, which is my business partner and he just holds the space and I'm able to just get it all out. Cause if I keep it in my heart and in my head, it can get jumbled and I don't really act in the, in the highest self way that I want to. So I'll go to him after I've done some internal reflection and I'm able to get it all out and just make sense of all the things that are going on. And then from there to bring in decision-making, I will then make a values aligned and a purpose aligned decision. And I'll remove my ego. Sometimes it's really easy to just get mad or blame someone, but I take a step back and I make a decision that's going to get me closer to love and intention and understanding. And when I act that way, I usually manifest exactly the outcome that I want. Yeah. I'm typically more on, the, I think through everything, you know, I'm very good at making calculated decisions, yeah. but I, I have a hard time when there's a, a problem or something that's something that needs fixed. I have a really hard time not just 
jumping on and trying to fix it right away. Right. That's good advice that I will take take in my personal life. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and again, that's something that I'm learning, just <clears> like the sitting. And I think it's, for me, I have this action in me. Like, I want to do stuff. I'm very action-oriented. And I'm, I'm all about understanding the energies. Action and doing is associated with the masculine energy. So that's why it's easier for men to replace the understanding of the feelings with, let me just do something. So for me, in business, I usually embrace that masculine energy a lot. And I recognized, I'm like, if I just keep doing and plowing through everything, I'm never going to like understand myself as me and as an entrepreneur. So I think it's equally as important for, for both men and women, but especially for men, because it is, it is so easy to just do, 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 and not sit there and go, what's coming up for me? Like, I want to understand this and then take action from that understanding place. Um, that's great. Well, let me ask you another question that's a lot more, a lot easier to answer, probably. Um, <laughs> what inspires you? Oh, I love questions. They get me thinking. Hmm. I'd say just life in general. There are miracles in every present moment if we just open our eyes and open our hearts to see them. So I think just like the miracles of life inspire the heck out of me. I love humans. I love life. I love how the universe just all works together. So I think from a really macro spiritual level, that's what inspires me. And then on a more micro level, when I see people pushing themselves beyond what they thought was possible, I'm crying everywhere. I'm getting the feels like that gets me right in the soul. So like great example, when I see stuff on Facebook, someone with like a disability, mental or physical disability, and they were told like by a doctor that they could never do this ever in their life. And then they're like, I don't believe that I can do anything I want and I'm going to do it. And then them just, you know, getting to the top of their mountain and climbing like that stuff just gets me right in the soul. Also like entrepreneurs coming from a rough background or coming from nothing. I, I have my story of the, the stuff that I experienced to get to where I'm at. And if you knew the whole thing, you'd be like, holy crap, you made it. Right. So for me, even, even if you don't have some type of um, disability, just the, the life that you were brought into and the pain you experienced for someone overcoming that and actually becoming the person they've always dreamed of being that infinitely inspires me <laughs> forever. Cause it's incredible to watch. That's awesome. We've got a, uh, I think you're probably a member of the, the Success Motivation Inspiration group, Facebook group that I started. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got 250 to 300 new members joining every day and tens of thousands of people. So I, I get to have a whole lot of conversations with people that are uh, not yeah. only U.S.-based, but people in other countries starting businesses that, you know, when when they're talking about their situation and what they have to do, not only to get started, but it's, you know, talking about it's a 15-mile walk to the to the nearest town or nearest or there's no stoplight in the town. It's they're walking into uh, trying to invest a little bit of savings that they've got to buy turkey eggs to go back and start a start a little miniature turkey farm. And they're not driving there. They're you know the guy's carrying them in a carrying them in a box to get back and, and start his own business with a dream of you know, feeding the whole feeding the whole town there. And just amazing that that's super inspiring to me that that you can uh, you look at people in America that are you know, I've only got, I only have a thousand dollars to invest. I, I don't know that I can start a business. 
Well, this other guy's invested the, the pocket change that he's been saving up for months to go yeah. buy a couple of turkey eggs to start his own, his own hatchery. So yeah. well, it's all mindset. Yes, there are definitely certain countries in the world that have more opportunity than others, but I wouldn't even like just because we're born here or we're born there. If we get resourceful, like the man who's walking and saving up and, and getting the eggs and he's going to start his business, if we get resourceful and we and we choose not to be a victim of our circumstances, we can rise up. We really exactly. can. And again, I I practice gratitude every day. Like I am so grateful that I have the opportunities that I have being a woman in this country. Like I, I am so freaking grateful because I know there are so many other women out in the world that can't do what I do, even legally, right? So again, we can be a victim of what we've been born into, or we can be grateful and see those miracles and be resourceful and do what we got to do. And yeah, it might suck and it might not look like someone else's journey, but it doesn't matter because we never know who's going to be the one who rises up and builds a billion dollar business that's changing the world. Like the Chobani guy, the, the Greek yogurt guy, he has a great story. Like so many of these people have these incredible stories and we never know where in the world they're like, I'm not going to be a victim. I'm not going to let anything hold me back. And I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. That's the mindset. That's the billionaire mindset right there. That's the abundance mindset. I don't care where you're born. I love that. Yeah. So how do you manage and prioritize opportunities? Oh, awesome. So I'd say it's twofold. So for my business, my business partner and I, we have this new saying, we're like, okay, we need to do what's closest to the money. And we say the way we see money is impact and income. We always tie the way we generate money is we're impacting lives. So we say, what can we do that's closest to the money? Because I, I know, especially for coaches, it's really easy to get caught up in the creation mode. Like I'm creating a new course. I'm creating a new program. I'm going to do a workshop and it's fun and it's invigorating because we are creators, but if, if you really want to run a business where you're, you're making money, you're, you're creating impact in people's lives every day. It's so important to do the closest to the impact and income first, and then the other stuff you can prioritize from there. So for example, things for me, having conversations, building new relationships, identifying people that are in my community that can benefit from my services, having conversations with them, doing my sales calls, catering to my current clients because that's very important too we don't want to forget about them <laughs> so that's for my business the closest to the money rule and then of course you want to get clear on how you define money because if it's just money then that rule is not going to work very well so again we we see it as impact and income and then for personal i say i put joy at the top how i prioritize is what out of these things is going to bring me most joy and bring me alignment and excitement in my life so I used to party my face off and I don't really like to do that much anymore. So like if I get invited to go to like a bar, I'm like, eh, it's probably not going to do that. It's just not my style anymore. I did it enough for a lifetime. But if someone invites me to a concert, I love music. I love being in that environment. I'll say yes. So that's how I prioritize what brings me most joy and what's aligned with me. Uh, that's And that's more so in my personal life, but also business too. Like if, I don't really do networking happy hours. It's just not my scene. But if someone invites me to like this three hour self-awareness workshop with other entrepreneurs, I'm like, yes, I'm in. So again, the, the joy and the alignment is how I prioritize. And then business 
closest to the money. Okay, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, one more question for you. What advice would you give to your 18-year-old self? Love this question. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've heard I've gotten asked a variation of this question. What would you tell your 18-year-old self? What would you change if you can go back to your 18-year-old self? And every time I have the same feeling, I wouldn't change a thing. And I would tell my 18-year-old self, keep doing what you're doing. I wouldn't give my 18-year-old self any golden nuggets of advice of what I know now because I believe I had to experience every single thing in my life. I had to experience the the pain, the sorrow, the, the really low point, and then everything in between because it got me here today. So I wouldn't want to manipulate anything because that might change me right now. Like I don't know who I'd be if I didn't experience even something so minuscule throughout my entire journey. So I would tell her, keep doing what you're doing, sister. You're awesome. And keep believing in yourself and just do whatever it is that you're doing. <laughs> but at 18, I don't know that I would have listened to myself. So <laughs> I probably well, wouldn't have probably wouldn't <laughs> make much, uh, made much of an impact anyway. But. but here's the thing. That's good because you're just doing exactly what your 18-year-old self is doing. And if you were a hardhead and not listening at the time, I think, for, and this is just my personal belief, I think you needed to experience that to become the successful, incredible human that you are today. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, how can people get a hold of you, whether it's social media or your website, alexandriaagresta.com? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely check out my personal website, alexandriaagresta.com. That shares a little bit more about my business, about me as a speaker. Uh, and if you uh, if you do a podcast too, hit me up. I'm always, I'm always down to have some meaningful conversation. So uh, hit me up there. And then I'm really active on Facebook and now Instagram. Instagram's like my new jam. So find me on uh, find me on Facebook. You just type in Alex Agresta. Shoot me a friend request. I, uh, I'm always, always down and open to have meaningful conversations. So like you're actually reaching me. It's not like another person. It's not an assistant. It's me live, live in action. So hit me up there. And then you can find me on Instagram too. I'm, uh, I'm all up in the Instagram stories now because it's really cool. Really great way to grow your business and grow your impact. I have not messed with the, uh, with the stories yet, but check that out as well. Yeah, check it out. But yeah, uh, I will send you the links to my Facebook and my Instagram if you want to put that in the notes or anyone who, who wants to get in contact with me. That's it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration podcast. And head over to successmotivationinspiration.com for show notes and more tools to fuel your passion.